Hello, this is Tushta Krishna Das, and you're listening to ISKCON Denver podcast, where you can hear all of our classes and kirtans. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and share with others. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Krishna, today is the appearance day of Srila <coughs> Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur Ki Jai. So we'll be reading the translations of the songs of Bhaktivinoda Thakur from Sharanagati and, um, and a little bit of a bio of uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur so that we have a appreciation for uh, his wonderful activities. Nama Om Vishnu Vidaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swamin Itti Namine Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Prajadine Nirvishesha Shunyavani Paschatireshatarine Jai Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasudhi Gaur Bhaktivinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So the blessings of their lordships and Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur and Srila Prabhupada and all the devotees will try to impart uh, some appreciation and uh, Krishna conscious um, readings. So, um, Shil Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he appeared in 1838, and he was <clears throat> appearing in uh, the Nadia district of West Bengal, and he was from a very wealthy family. And <clears throat> when uh, the Thakur um, was householder, he became a responsible uh, government uh, High Court Judge, a magistrate, a district magistrate, and he maintained his whole Krishna conscious family during this time period and wrote about a hundred uh, books on Krishna consciousness. And uh, he took a diksha from Sri Vipin Vihari Goswami in the line of Sri Janavamata. And then he received uh, spiritual inspiration and direction from. Srila Jagannath Das Babaji Maharaj. And he has a, a very interesting um, schedule that he held, which is uh, so uh, regulated and exemplary. So <clears throat> his schedule was approximately, this would be uh, beginning in the evening. He would uh, take two hours rest from 8 to 10. And then from 10 to 4 a.m., he would write. And from uh, 4 to 4.30, he would rest. And 4.30 to 7, he would chant japa. 
and then he would do correspondence from 7 to 7.30, and then 7.30 to 9.30 he would study Shastras, 9.30 to 10 he would have a bath, and he would take his prasad, which was a half a liter of milk, fruit, and two japatis. Then 10 to 1 p.m. was his court duties, and 1 to 2 he would refresh at home. Then 2 to 5 he would continue with the court duties, and then from 5 to 7 p.m. he would translate Sanskrit Shastras to Bengali. Then 7 to 8 he would bathe and have his prasad, which was a half a liter of milk, rice, and two japatis. And so the summary of the schedule is he would sleep for three hours, he would write for eight and a half hours, and he studied and would chant japa for four and a half hours, and he would work for six hours. And Shul Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he had a wonderful prediction. So actually three predictions. One, a personality will soon appear, and he will travel all over the world to spread the teachings of Lord Chaitanya. So, of course, that's Srila Prabhupada. And his second prediction was, uh, very soon, the chanting of the Harinam Sankirtan will be spread all over the world. Oh, when will that day come when people from America, England, France, Germany, and Russia will take up kartals and murdungas and chant Hare Krishna in their towns. And then the third prediction was, when will that day come when the fair-skinned foreigners will come to Sri Mayapur Dham and join with the Bengali Vaishnavas to chant Jai Sachinandana, Jai Sachinandana, when will that day be? So um, it's uh, particularly significant that when uh, the Thakur, he's, Bhaktivinoda Thakur sent his books overseas in uh, 1896, that was the same year for Srila Prabhupada's birth, and Prabhupada, of course, fulfilled all of these predictions of Bhaktivinoda Thakur. So, very uh, illustrious personality and an amazing example for uh, all of us in any ashram. So, uh, <clears throat> these are uh, exalted uh, songs composed by Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur and uh, in the introduction of this wonderful songbook, it's explained that um, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, um, he, uh, they're very instructive songs and they're practical for people of all ages, all castes, and all religions. The songs of Srila Nartam Das Thakur are especially meant for devotees who are chanting devotional service, but Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur's songs are intended for all classes of people. Thank you. Thanks. So, uh, also, his, um, his songs are divided into four books called Kalyana Kopaturu, Sharanagati and Gitavali and Gita Mala. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur's songs are proof of his causeless mercy upon the fallen souls of the entire world. So this is the introductory song. And we're reading the translations of these. 
out of compassion for the fallen souls. Lord Sri Krishna Chaitanya incarnated in this world along with his associates and his abode. In order to distribute love of God, which is rarely seen in this world, he taught the principles of surrender, which are the life and soul of the devotees. The principles of surrender are humility, surrendering oneself to Krishna, accepting Krishna as one's maintainer, to have firm faith that Krishna will give one protection, to accept activities that are favorable for devotional service to Krishna, and to reject activities that are unfavorable for devotional service to Krishna. Krishna, the son of Nanda Maharaj, listens to the prayers of one who cultivates these six principles of surrender. Holding a straw between his teeth, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur falls at the lotus feet of Sri Rupa and Sri Sanatana. While crying, he says, I am the most fallen soul. <clears throat> Therefore, please teach me the principles of surrender and make me a qualified devotee. <clears throat> so this uh, song here is Dainya Humility, song one. <clears throat> oh Lord, because of forgetting your lotus feet, I have come to this material world. Ever since that time, I have been suffering various material miseries. Now, I have approached your lotus feet to tell you the tales of my distress. O oh Lord, when I was in the womb of my mother, as a result of my karma, you gave me darshan. But ever since then, I have been deprived of your mercy. At that time, <clears throat> I thought I would worship you after being delivered from the womb. After my birth, however, I forgot you because I became entrapped in a network of illusion. In fact, I did not have even a tinge of genuine knowledge. I became a pampered child and spent my time enjoying the affection of my relatives. In this way, I became completely engrossed in the affection of my father and mother, and so I began to like this material world. Gradually, I grew up, day by day, and began to play with other young boys. After some time, when I became a little mature, I concentrated on my studies. Oh, Lord Hari, being puffed up because of my education, I traveled from place to place, earning money. I took care of my family, members with great care. In this way, I completely forgot you. Shilbhaktivinoda Thakur laments, I have become old and afflicted with various kinds of distress. Oh Lord, I have wasted my life by not worshiping your lotus feet. What will be my destination? Song two. I spent my time enjoying with confidence the results of my academic education. I never bothered to worship your lotus feet. 
Now, however, I accept you as my shelter. In the course of my studies, I grew confident, thinking that my material knowledge, by material knowledge, I would be able to achieve my goal in life. But my aspiration bore no fruit because material knowledge is insignificant and the cause of ignorance. All types of mundane education are simply the tricks of Maya, and as such, they are impediments on the path of your worship. Such an education creates an illusion within the minds of the living entities. In fact, it makes them become like asses in their this temporary material world. Becoming an ass, I carried the burden of my family life for a long time. Now that I am old and have no bodily strength remaining, I do not feel happy. Now my life has become the cause of great pain. My education was the cause of my ignorance. I feel the severe pangs of ignorance as if I have been shot by an arrow. There is no other wealth in this world than your lotus feet. Therefore, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur gives up all mundane education and accepts your lotus feet as the essence of his life. When I grew up, I became mad after accumulating money. Thereafter, remembering my duty, I got married. I set up my family life along with my wife and thus spent my valuable time. Many sons and daughters were then born, but in my heart I felt morose. The responsibilities of family life increased day by day, <clears throat> so much so that I finally became unable to carry on any longer. Moreover, old age captured me and made my mind restless. I feel uneasy because of various diseases and my mind is full of anxiety. My heart is burning because of poverty. I only see darkness all around me, and so I have become very afraid. The waves in the ocean of material existence are unlimited. The fact is, my death is imminent. My resolve that I will worship you after completing all my duties has never come to pass. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, Oh my Lord, please hear me. I have no shelter. Without your mercy, there is no hope for me. Kindly give me shelter at your lotus feet. Song 4. My life is such that I am always engaged in sinful activities so that there is no tinge of piety. I have caused a great deal of anxiety to others. Indeed, I feel as if I have caused distress to all living entities. I'm not afraid of committing sinful activities for my own happiness because I am merciless and selfish. I am unhappy to see others' happiness. I always speak lies and I become happy when I see others' distress. There are unlimited material desires within my heart. I am full of anger and I am puffed up with false ego. Indeed, I am always intoxicated by false pride and overwhelmed by thoughts of material enjoyment. Envy and pride are my ornaments. 
I am defeated by sleep and laziness. I always remain aloof from performing pious activities, but I am very enthusiastic about performing useless activities. I have embraced the cheating propensity for the sake of name and fame. I am always under the control of greed and full of lusty desires. I am such a sinful person that even saintly persons have rejected me. I am constantly offensive. I am devoid of all pious activities and my mind always wanders toward unwanted things. Because of this, I am afflicted with various miseries. Now, I am old and have no other alternative. Besides, I am poor, being without any possessions. I, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur, submit my distress at the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord. Song 5 O Lord, please hear the story of my distressed condition of life. I consumed the poison of material enjoyment, thinking it to be nectar. As a result, my days are now over. O Lord, I spent my childhood playing and my youth studying. I never came to my senses. When I grew up and became a man, I entered family life, being driven by this spirit of enjoyment. Soon, I became surrounded by many children and friends. At last, I am now overcome by old age so that all of my happiness has deserted me. I have become miserable due to suffering from so many diseases. My senses have become weak and my body has become thin. My mind has become morose due to lack of enjoyment. I possess not even a tinge of genuine knowledge and I am completely bereft of the mellows of devotional service. Oh Lord, what will be my fate? You are the friend of the poor and I am the most fallen soul. Kindly pick me up and give me shelter at your lotus feet. Oh Lord, if you try to find good qualities in me, you will not be able to find any. Therefore, kindly bestow your causeless mercy upon me. Please deliver Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur by allowing him the nectar of your lotus feet. O oh Lord, I have a humble request to submit at your lotus feet. My mind has given up the shelter of your lotus feet and become engrossed in material enjoyment. O oh Lord, I have no strength to uplift my mind and so I bitterly lament day and night. Because you are the only savior of the fallen souls, I take shelter at your lotus feet in a mood of complete surrender. You will not find another soul so fallen like me. Please bestow your mercy on me so that I can associate with your devotees and discuss your transcendental topics. In this way, I will be able to give up my madness. I wish to spend my days and nights chanting your holy name in your transcendental abode. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur begs for the most cooling shade of your lotus feet. 
Oh Lord, I am a sinful person and have fallen into this material world. But out of your causeless mercy, you have sent an exalted personality who is very dear to you for my deliverance. Out of compassion for me, after seeing me in such a fallen condition, that exalted personality said, Oh, fallen soul, listen to these beneficial words of mine. By hearing them, your heart will become joyful. Sri Krishna Chaitanya has incarnated in Navadvip to deliver you. He has already delivered many fallen and wretched persons like you from the ocean of material existence. In order to fulfill the words of the Vedas, he appeared with a golden complexion as the son of a brahmana. Sri Krishna Chaitanya and his brother Nityananda have intoxicated all the people of Nadia by chanting the holy name. Lord Chaitanya is none other than Krishna, the son of Nanda. He delivered the people of the entire world by distributing his own holy name. You should also approach him and beg him for your deliverance. O Lord, after hearing these words, I approached your lotus feet. Thus, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur weeps and relates his story to the Lord. The next section is Atma Nivedana, Surrendering Oneself, Song 1. O Lord, neither did I perform any pious activities, nor did I receive any spiritual knowledge, nor did I serve your lotus feet. I have cheated myself by becoming engrossed in material enjoyment. As a result, I now find only darkness in the four directions. O oh Lord, you are the reservoir of compassion, and so I fully surrender at your lotus feet. Please bestow your mercy upon me. You have promised that anyone who completely surrenders unto you will be delivered. I am a sinful person, and so I have no alternative. Therefore, I beg for your causeless mercy. O oh Lord, when will I abandon all material desires and take complete shelter of you? You are my eternal, worshipable Lord, and I am your eternal servant. This is the conviction of Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Song 2. O Lord of my life, what can I say about my shameless acts? There is no sinful activity that I have not performed thousands of times. As a result of these sinful activities, I am suffering various miseries in this material world. I do not think about this before. I did not think about this before, but now I am determined to be saved. O oh Lord, award me any punishment that you consider to be appropriate according to my sinful activities. I am ready to suffer the miseries of material life. My only request is this. If I have to accept the cycle of repeated birth and death, May I have the association of your devotees, and may my mind remain fixed at your lotus feet. Now I surrender 
all my so-called cleverness at your lotus feet. I give up the false pride that was in, is within my heart. You are most merciful to the fallen souls. Your mercy purifies everyone. To achieve your mercy is the desire of Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Song 3. O son of Nanda Maharaj, my mind, my body, my household paraphernalia, and whatever else I may have, I surrender at your lotus feet. By taking shelter at your lotus feet, all of my responsibilities, whether in happiness, in danger, in life, or in death, are now over. You have the full right to either kill me or save me. You are free to do whatever you wish, for I am your eternal servant. If you want me to take birth again, then my only request is that I may be born in the house of a devotee. Even if I have to take birth as an insect, I do not mind, as long as I remain your servant. But I would never desire even the birth of Brahma if I were to be averse to you. I long for the association of those devotees who are devoid of desires for material enjoyment and liberation. You are my father, my mother, my lover, my son, my lord, my spiritual master, and my husband. In fact, you are everything to me. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, O oh Krishna, please listen to my prayer. O oh, beloved Lord of Radha, you are my life and soul. Song 4. O oh, merciful Lord, today I will surrender at your lotus feet all that comes under the category of I and mine. O oh, Lord, I no longer have any separate identity. Now I only belong to you. This embodied soul has given up the conception of I, the conception that I am your eternal servant is now deeply rooted in my heart. Whatever I possess, <clears throat> my body, house, servants, brothers, friends, wife, children, and household paraphernalia, all belong to you now. I am your servant. I simply live in your house. You are the owner of my household and I am just your servant. From now on, all my endeavors will be directed toward giving you happiness. I am no longer concerned about whether the activities performed by my gross and subtle bodies are pious or sinful. Because, O oh Lord, I have taken shelter of you, and so all of my activities are in your service. My desires have now merged with your desires. From now on, Shilabhaktivinoda Thakur completely forgets his former self. Oh Lord, there is nothing in this world that is mine. You are certainly my mother, my father, my well-wishing friend, and my brother. All of my friends, my wife, my sons, and my daughters are your servants and maidservants. According to this understanding, I maintain my relationship with them.
Because my wealth, followers, household articles, and wife all belong to you, I, as your servant, simply maintain them. I will earn money so that it can be utilized in your service. I will spend it to maintain your household. I do not know what is good and what is bad. I simply engage in your service. Actually, I am a security guard at your house. According to your desire, I engage my senses in various activities, like hearing, seeing, smelling, and eating. In this way, I engage myself in fulfilling my desires. I no longer endeavor for my own happiness. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur says that his pleasure lies in the happiness of the Lord. Song 6. In reality, everything belongs to you, and nothing belongs to the living entities. Being bewildered by the misconception of I and mine, the living entities suffer from lamentation and fear. The conditioned souls identify everything as I and mine. Within their minds, they cherish these things as their coveted wealth. Being puffed up with these misconceptions of I and mine, I have drowned myself in the ocean of material existence. Today, I take shelter at your lotus feet, which award fearlessness to all. I dedicate myself completely unto you. At last, the misconceptions of I and mine have left me. I pray that these misconceptions may never again pollute my heart. Oh, Lord, please give me the strength so that I can always keep the misconceptions of I and mine far away from my mind. May the mood of surrendering myself remain deeply rooted within my heart. Let it not become a temporary affair like the bathing of an elephant. Shulabhaktivinoda Thakur begs for mercy at the lotus feet of Lord Nityananda so that these, his misconception of I and mine will be vanquished once and for all. Song 7. O oh Lord, this is my humble submission at your lotus feet. I am the most fallen soul, and the inhabitants of the three worlds are aware of this. There is no sinful person like me throughout the entire earth. There is no offender like me in the whole world. I feel afraid to give up these sinful activities and offenses. You know this very well. Who, other than you, can I take shelter of? You are the son of King of Braj and the Lord of all lords. You are the Lord of the entire world, and you are present everywhere. Only you are able to forgive the offenses committed against you. You are certainly the shelter of the fallen souls. O oh, merciful Lord, except you, who else is there to save me? If those who are offenders at your lotus feet surrender unto you, they will also be delivered. Now, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur fully surrenders himself at your lotus feet, taking complete shelter of you. 
Song 8. After completely surrendering myself at your lotus feet, I have become happy. Now my material distress has gone to a distant place so that I am free from all anxieties. I find happiness wherever I look, in the four directions. Your two lotus feet award one freedom from lamentation and fearfulness. They are the reservoir of transcendental nectar. I have taken refuge at those lotus feet and thus have given up all fear of material existence. I will simply engage in your service and never desire anything in return. I will try my best to give you happiness while remaining attached to your lotus feet. Whatever difficulties I face in the course of executing your service are actually the causes of great happiness. The happiness and distress experienced in the course of engaging in your service is a great asset. Such happiness and distress actually destroy the misery that is born of one's ignorance. Having experienced the pleasure of your service, I have forgotten about my previous history. I am your servant, and you are my master. What is the use of hankering after another's wealth? While engaged in your service, Shilabhaktivano Thakur merges in an ocean of happiness. For your pleasure, he lives in your family and engages in your service in all respects. So this is <clears throat> Goptritve Varana. And that's accepting Krishna as one's maintainer, song one. I do not know how I had the strength to come to your abode and take shelter at your lotus feet. You are full of compassion and take shelter. You, oh, sorry. You are full of compassion for the fallen conditioned souls. And it is for this reason that you are always engaged in delivering them. Oh, Lord, you are my only hope because you are full of all compassion. You will not find anyone else who is more eligible for your mercy. Therefore, I'm confident that you will remove my fear of material existence. No one within this world has the power to deliver me. Oh, merciful Lord, you have declared that you are the only savior of the fallen and sinful people of this world. O oh, Lord of the universe, I have given up everything and have come to your lotus feet. I am your eternal servant, and you are my sole maintainer. In truth, everything belongs to you, and I am only a caretaker. It is your duty to deliver me. I will give up my independence and take shelter at your lotus feet. Srila Bhaktivinoda humbly takes shelter at your lotus feet. Please forgive his offenses and allow him to develop a taste for chanting your holy name. In this way, kindly maintain him. 
Song 2. I was fully engrossed in taking care of my wife, my sons, my body, and my other family members. Such thoughts always filled my mind. I was always thinking about how to earn money, how to achieve name and fame, and how to get my daughters and sons married. Now that I have surrendered myself at your lotus feet, I have nothing to worry about. It is your family, and so you will surely take care of it. Oh Lord, please maintain me by considering me to be your servant. I experience great pleasure while serving your lotus feet. Everything is carried out by your sweet will, but the foolish living entities say that they are doing everything. This is not correct, however. What can a living entity do if you do not inspire him? A living entity can only desire. It is only by your mercy that living entities can fulfill their desires. I will serve you without any anxiety. If a calamity occurs in my house, I will not consider myself to be responsible. Shula Bhaktivinoda Thakur gives up his minute independence and engages in the service of your lotus feet as a devotee who is without any material possessions. Song 3. I have surrendered everything at your lotus feet and in this way have come to your house. Now you are my master and I am your dog. Kindly treat me in this way. Please tie me up and keep me at your doorstep. In this way, kindly maintain me. I will not allow any envious people to come to your house, but rather drive them far away. Whenever whatever food your associates leave behind after honoring your remnants, that will be my daily meal, and I will relish it with great happiness. Whether I am sitting or sleeping, I will always be meditating upon your lotus feet. Whenever you call me, I will come to you dancing. I will never bother about my maintenance as I always remain absorbed in ecstatic love. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur accepts you as his sole maintainer. Song 4. You are the Lord of all lords and the son of the king of Braja. It is only by your will that creation and annihilation of the cosmic manifestation takes place. According to your will, Brahma creates the universe. And according to your will, Vishnu maintains it. According to your will, Shiva annihilates the material creation which is manifested by the illusory energy maya, according to your will. The cosmic manifestation can be compared to a prison. According to your will, the living entities take birth and then later on are forced to leave their bodies. Progress and degradation, happiness and distress. All these take place according to your will. Being conditioned by the illusory energy, maya, 
The living entities are entangled by the ropes of material desires. Without your will, they cannot accomplish anything. You are my only protector and maintainer. I have no hope for survival without your lotus feet. I gave up the idea of depending on my own strength and endeavors. Now I solely depend upon your will. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur is a very fallen soul without any material possessions. His life and his death depend on your sweet will. So the next section is Avasya Rakshibe Krishna Vivasa Palana to maintain firm faith that Krishna will give all protection. Song 1. O Lord, now I have realized that your lotus feet award one freedom from lamentation and fear. They are always a source of nectar. O Lord, I have given up everything and have taken shelter at your lotus feet in all respects. O Lord, I am confident that your lotus feet will give me all protection. I have no other protector in this material world. Now I have understood that I am your eternal servant. As such, it is your responsibility to maintain me. I have suffered great distress as a result of leading a life that is independent of you. But now, by surrendering at your lotus feet, all of my miseries have disappeared. Lakshmi, the goddess of fortune, performs severe austerities to attain your lotus feet. Having received the shelter of those lotus feet, Shiva became glorious. Brahma attained perfection by surrendering to those lotus feet. And Narada Muni always meditates upon those lotus feet within his heart. I joyfully hold upon my head those lotus feet that award one fearlessness. I always sing the glories of your lotus feet and dance in ecstasy. Srila Bhaktivinoda has full faith that your lotus feet will deliver him from the danger of material existence. Song 2. If you want to kill somebody, who can protect him? The three worlds are under the control of your supreme will. The demigods headed by Brahma, as well as your countless other servants, always follow your order. All the stars in the sky award auspicious and inauspicious results according to your desire. According to your desire, disease, lamentation, death, and fear grip the living entities. Your orders can never be violated. Out of fear of you, the wind blows, and the sun and the moon rise. You are the supreme personality of Godhead, the supreme Brahman, and the absolute truth you always reside in the hearts of your devotees. You are eternally pure, self-satisfied, and very affectionate to your devotees. 
You are the eternal, worshipable Lord of the devotees. If you want to kill someone, who can protect him? You are the supreme creator of all other creators. O Lord, your servant, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur, has surrendered at your lotus feet. He firmly believes that you will protect him from all types of danger. Song 3. Since I have fully surrendered at your lotus feet, my false ego has gone to a distant place. From now on, I will not endeavor for my own protection. O Lord, please consider me as one of your cows. Kindly give me protection and always keep me with you. O Krishna, feed me grass on the banks of the river Yamuna. Call me to you by playing upon your flute. O Kana of Gokula, you will always give me protection by killing the demons, such as Agasura and Bakasura. With the conviction that you will always protect me, I will peacefully drink the water of the Yamuna. You will rectify the offense committed by the serpent Kaliya. Then you will purify the poisonous water of the Yamuna and thus make me happy. You will save me from the scorching heat of the forest fire by swallowing it. You will then be fondly addressed as Gopal and Govinda. You will frustrate the wicked plan of Indra, the king of the demigods. You will protect me from incessant rain by lifting Govardhan Hill. When the four-headed Brahma will steal me, you will save me because you are the sole protector of Gokula. Shilabhaktivinoda Thakur is a small part of your wealth in Gokula. Therefore, O Krishna, kindly protect him with great care. Song 4. O Krishna, today I will give up my pride as an enjoyer and instead become your maidservant. O beloved Lord of Radha, I wish to engage in your service in the forest of Vrindavan under the guidance of the gopis. I will prepare a beautiful garland of flowers and tulsi manjaris. After preparing the garland, I will offer it with devotion to a gopi who will then accept it with great affection. The gopi will then offer the garland to their lordships, Sri Sri Radha and Krishna, and I will happily watch them from a distance. The gopi will then say, Listen, O beautiful one, stay with me in my cottage as my maidservant. You should daily prepare enchanting flower garlands for Sri Sri Radha Krishna. Now it is my responsibility to look after you. My grove is now your residence as well. When I engage in the service of Sri Sri Radha Krishna, you should stay by my side and assist me. 
You will place betel nuts mixed with camphor on a plate and bring it to me. After hearing the gopi's statements, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur offers his respectful obeisances at her lotus feet. This section is called Bhakti Pratikula Bhava Varjanangigara to reject activities that are unfavorable for devotional service to Krishna. Song 1. O Keshava, your creation is wonderful. I am wandering throughout the universe as a result of my karma, and I have seen innumerable varieties of living conditions. Even since my birth, I have been suffering from the fire of material existence as a result of forgetting your lotus feet. Besides this, Kapila, Patanjali, Gautama, Kannada, Jaimini, and the Buddhists are trying to give me more trouble. These propounders of various philosophies tempt the living entities by offering them proposals for material enjoyment and liberation, but actually they are all cheaters because they oppose your devotional service. Each of them creates some kind of illusion within the minds of the people. These propounders of various philosophies are very expert in cheating ordinary people. They have invented novel ways of attracting the minds of the people. But Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur offers his obeisances to these philosophers from a distance while carefully taking shelter at the lotus feet of the devotees. Song 2. With great care and attention, I will give up all those activities that are unfavorable for rendering devotional service unto you. I will not associate with people who are averse to your devotional service. I will never see the faces of those who are envious of Lord Gauranga. I will not reside in a place that is unfavorable for cultivating devotional service to you, and I will not become attached to any activities that are detrimental to devotional service. I will never study any literature that contradicts the conclusions of devotional service, and I will never hear a scriptural commentary that does not advocate your devotional service. I do not accept as holy places any place that Lord Garunga has not visited. I consider that knowledge to be most insignificant, which does not encourage my performance of devotional service. I do not respect that time which I am unable to use for your devotional service. If my relatives are averse to you, I consider them to be strangers. I will carefully give up all desires that are unfavorable for your devotional service. I will not accept any foodstuff offered by non-devotees. I will carefully give up everything that is unfavorable for devotional service. That is my promise to you. 
falling at the lotus feet of the Lord. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur begs for his mercy so that he will have enough strength to give up activities that are unfavorable to devotional service. Song 3. The lives of those who are attached to sense gratification and the lives of the Mayavadis are useless because they are both devoid of devotional service to the Supreme Lord. I humbly pray at your lotus feet that I may never have the association of these two classes of people. Among the two, the association of materialists is better. I never desire the association of Maya bodies under any circumstances. When the materialists receive an opportunity to associate with devotees, they easily engage in devotional service by the mercy of the devotees. One whose heart is polluted by the contamination of impersonalism takes pleasure in dry arguments. His heart is as hard as a thunderbolt. The Mayavadis declare that the characteristics of devotional service, the object of worship, and the worshipers are all temporary. A Mayavadi's service to Krishna and his hearing and chanting about the Lord are useless. His offering of prayers is just like the striking of Krishna's body with a thunderbolt. There is nothing more unfavorable to devotional service than the association of Mayavadis. It is for this reason that I do not want their association. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur gives up the association of Mayavadis and takes shelter of the Lord's holy names in the association of Vaishnavas. Song 4. I am a resident of Swananda Sukara Kunj, and I am a maidservant of the lotus feet of Sri Sri Radha and Krishna. I become happy when Sri Sri Radha and Krishna meet each other, and I become unhappy when they are separated from each other. I do not want to see the place of Chandravali, which is known as Saki Stali. When I see Shaibya, I feel unhappy. When I see the gopis who belong to Chandravali's group, I feel unhappy within my heart. I feel unhappy because they want to take away Radhika's Krishna and thereby make Radhika's grove look deserted. I feel joyful seeing the meeting of Sri Sri Radha Govinda. I do not wish to see the faces of those who are averse to Sri Sri Radha Krishna. I never feel like conversing with those who are opposed to Sri Radha. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur has surrendered 
with utmost care his life and soul at the lotus feet of Sri Radha. This section is called Bhakti Anukula Matra Karriera Swikara, to accept activities that are favorable for devotional service. Song 1. I will carefully engage in all those activities that are favorable for your devotional service. I will execute all of those activities that are favorable for devotional service with the help of my senses. I will faithfully hear the discussions of your glories. I will see your abode to my eyes full satisfaction. I will maintain my body by respectfully honoring your remnants of food. I will smell the sweet aroma of that prasad and tulsi leaves. I will always engage my hands in your service, and I will continuously reside in your abode. I will dovetail my desires in your service, and I will display my anger toward those who are envious of you. In this way, all my propensities and dealings will become favorably engaged in your devotional service. Whatever is favorable for your devotees, I accept that as favorable for your devotional service. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur does not know what is religiosity and what is irreligiosity. He simply desires that all of his activities become favorable for the execution of devotional service to the Lord. Song 2. I live in the favorable atmosphere of Godrum Dham, which is non-different from Nandagram and Braj Mandala. Within Godrum, there is a beautiful cottage known as Sarabi Kunj, situated by the side of the Ganges. That is where I reside. I dress in the same way that the dear devotees of Gore dress themselves. I will decorate my body in the manner of a Vaishnava by putting on tilak and tulsi beads. I will prepare a large and beautiful grove by planting various trees like champak, bakula, kadamba, and tamal. I will plant jasmine and other flowers all around the grove. In this way, I will make the entire place shaded from the sunlight. Within the compound, I will plant rows of various kinds of flowers and bushes. I will take Tulsi Maharani on a raised platform by the side of this kunj. Then, I will bring various paraphernalia for kirtan and place them here and there. I will then sit down and chant the holy name of the Lord in the association of Vaishnavas. All glories to Godrum, all glories to the abode of Garanga, all glories to the beautiful grove, the thatched roof, and the banks of the river Ganges. Shulabhaktivinoda Thakur considers all of these items are as favorable for devotional service. Song 3. Serving the dust from the lotus feet of pure devotees is favorable for advancement in devotional service. 
Serving the devotees is the highest perfection, and it is the root of the creeper of love of God. The mother of devotional service is the observance of the various auspicious days that are related to Krishna. Therefore, I carefully try to observe these days with great respect. I faithfully accept as my residence the place where Krishna lived. In the company of pure devotees, I will go and see all those places my worshipable Lord Garunga had previously visited in his ecstatic mood. My mind always looks for an opportunity to hear the sweet sound of the Murdanga. When I hear the glorification of the Lord as inaugurated by Gauranga, my heart dances in ecstasy. When I see the beautiful deity form of the divine young couple, Sri Sri Radha Krishna, I become ecstatic. When I honor the Lord's remnants of food, all of my material desires are conquered. Whenever there is a performance of chanting the holy name of the Lord in my house, the whole atmosphere appears to be just like Goloka. I feel unlimited happiness when I see the Ganges, which has emanated from the Lord's lotus feet. When I see Tulsi, I feel great satisfaction because I know that she is extremely dear to Krishna. When I eat shak, which is a favorite food of Gauranga, I consider my life to be successful. Whatever Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur daily receives as favorable for his devotional service to Krishna, he accepts with great happiness. Song 4. The banks of Radhakund, the groves around Radhakund, Govardhan Hill, the banks of the Jamuna, Kusum Sarovara, Manasi Ganga, Yamuna, the daughter of Kalinda, with her big waves, Vamshivat, Gokul, and Dira Samira, as well as the trees, creepers, and groves of Vrindavan, the birds, the deer, the cooling breeze, the peacocks, the bumblebees, the sweet sound of the flute, the flute, the horn, the footprints, the clouds, the spring, the moon, the conch, and the cartals are all favorable for devotional service to the divine young couple, Sri Sri Radha and Krishna. Therefore, I accept all of these items as enhancing the pastimes of the Lord. I cannot live if I give up all these things. If I give them up, I will surely die. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, O oh Krishna, whatever reminds me of you, is my life and soul. Thus ends the description of the six processes of surrender known as Sharanagati. So this section here is Bhajan Lalasa, hankering for transcendental service. Song one. O oh Lord Hari, I have fallen into this material world and I am completely misguided. In fact, I do not find any alternative for deliverance, and so I take shelter at your lotus feet. You are the only shelter of those who are without the shelter. 
I have no credit of pious deeds, nor have I any spiritual knowledge. I am devoid of spiritual cultivation and worship of the Supreme Lord. You are the most merciful, and I am a poor, fallen soul. Therefore, I beg your causeless mercy. I'm constantly disturbed by the urges of speech, mind, anger, tongue, belly, and genitals. All of them together are putting me into the waves of material existence and thus causing me great anxiety. I've given up all endeavors to control these urges. O oh Lord of those who are without shelter, now I chant your holy name because you are my only hope. Song two. O oh Lord Hari, so that I could accumulate wealth and engage in sense gratification, I indulged in idle talks associated with non-devotees and followed the rules and regulations that are not meant for me. I make plans one after another, but never carry them out. I have lost all inclination for the devotional service of the Lord. My heart is simply filled with envy, pride, the desire for fame, and hopes for utilizing my cheating propensity. Oh, Hari, I am unable to give up all these unfavorable propensities. I am suffering as a result of my own fault. In this way, my life has become useless. What will I do now? I am a fallen soul, and you are celebrated as the deliverer of those who are fallen. Keeping thus in mind, I simply surrender at your lotus feet. Song 3. O oh Lord, I could not develop these six qualities, enthusiasm for practicing Krishna consciousness, faith in devotional service, patience for attaining love of God, engagement in activities favorable to devotional service, giving up association with non-devotees and following the Vaishnav etiquette, how will I give up the association of maya and worship your lotus feet? I always remained engrossed in improper behavior and did not bother to associate with devotees. Moreover, I am in the habit of putting on the dress of a devotee and giving instructions to others. This is certainly a trick of Maya. Oh, Lord Hari, your causal's mercy is my only hope in such a situation. When will that day come when I will chant your holy name under the guidance of my spiritual master? Song 4. Oh, Lord Hari, the six symptoms of spiritual association are giving in charity, accepting charity in return, revealing one's mind confidentially, oh, re revealing one's mind, confidentially inquiring about another devotee's mind, offering food and accepting food in return. Devotional service to the Lord is sustained by these six symptoms of the love that is shared between two devotees. Without understanding the actual truth, I cultivated these six principles with sinful people 
sometimes knowingly and sometimes unknowingly. In this way, I became a materialist and lost devotional service to Lord Hari. When will I properly utilize these six symptoms of association with the devotees of Krishna? Only then will Bhakti Devi mercifully become manifest within my heart. O oh Lord Hari, when will I be able to give up the association of people who are too attached to women and those who are non-devotees? When will I receive the opportunity to constantly associate with your devotees? O oh Lord Hari, if I see someone who is free from bad association, chanting your holy name, whether he is initiated or uninitiated, I will show him respect within my mind, knowing him to be a devotee. O oh Lord Hari, I offer my obeisances to a person who worships your lotus feet after being properly initiated. I will serve that exalted devotee who is expert in the science of unalloyed devotional service. I will consider myself to be fortunate if I get the darshan of a devotee who sees all living entities with equal vision. If I get his association, I will think that my life has become successful. When will I attain the mentality of treating Vaishnavas without duplicity? When will I cross the ocean of material existence and go back to your abode, Vrindavan? Song 6. O oh Lord Hari, one may find mud and foam in the pure water of the Ganges, but still, the Ganges water does not give up its original pure nature. The body of a Vaishnava is always transcendental no matter what kind of family he is born into. His body should never be considered a product of matter. For this reason, whoever blasphemes a Vaishnava commits a grave offense. As a result of offending a Vaishnava, a person receives severe punishment from Yamaraj. O oh, son of Nanda Maharaj, may I never commit such an offense. Vaishnavas are your property, and so I seek their blessings. By their mercy, my mind would become inclined towards you so that I would attain the shade of your lotus feet. O oh, exalted Vaishnav, you are an ocean of mercy. And so I beg that you please be merciful to this servant. Purify me by giving me the shade of your lotus feet, for it is there that I have sought refuge. Please help me to control the six urges and help me to become purified of the six kinds of faults. Kindly award me the six qualities and the six types of association that are shared by two devotees. I have come to you with the hopes of getting your association. I have no power to engage in the congregational chanting of the holy name all by myself. Therefore, kindly give me a drop of faith 
so I can engage in the chanting of Lord Krishna's holy name. Krishna belongs to you, and so you have the power to give Krishna to me. I am a poor, fallen soul. I chant the name of Krishna and to try to follow in your footsteps. O oh, Lord Hari, because I have forgotten you, my tongue has become afflicted with the disease of ignorance. That is why I no longer relish your nectarian holy names. Instead, I am always engrossed in sense gratification. O oh, Lord Hari, if I faithfully chant your holy name every day, then my material disease will become cured and I will start relishing your holy name. It is something like how simply by eating sugar candy, one's disease of jaundice becomes cured. Oh, merciful Lord, my misfortune is that I have no attraction for your holy name. The cause of my misfortune is the ten offenses against the chanting of the holy name. How will I become relieved of these offenses? O oh Lord, kindly be merciful to me, so that I may daily chant your holy name. If I do so, my offenses against the holy names will diminish. I will develop a taste for your holy name, and I will start to relish the nectar of the holy name. O oh Lord Hari, Sri Rupa Goswami, as my spiritual master, spoke instructions into my ears. He said, O oh, beggar of the holy name, follow my instructions and you will attain faith in the chanting of the holy name. Always engage your tongue in chanting about the holy names, forms, qualities, and characteristics of Krishna with full attention and devotion. This is the prescribed method for chanting the Lord's glories. Reside in Braj, follow the path of Raga, while engaging yourself in chanting and remembering Krishna. In this way, you should utilize your entire time. This is the essence of all instructions. O Rupa Goswami Prabhu, you are an eternally perfect resident of Braj. When will you mercifully allow me to reside there with you? This fallen servant wants to follow in your footsteps. O Gurudev, with great compassion, you have awarded me a place in Godrum within the forest of Goramandala. You ordered me, stay at this place which is as good as Braj, and always chant the holy name of Lord Hari. But, my dear master, when will you award me the qualification to chant the holy name? Only then will my mind be fixed, and I will learn to tolerate all material disturbances. In this way, I will be able to worship Lord Hari without deviation. Due to engagement and sense gratification during my childhood and youth, I have developed so many bad habits. As a result of my misdeeds, my body has become an impediment on the path of worshiping the Supreme Lord. Now, in old age, I have become afflicted by various diseases. In this condition, please tell me, how will I be able to worship the Lord? I fall at your lotus feet and cry in utter disappointment. O oh, Gurudev, please bestow mercy upon this servant and thus make him feel lower than the straw on the street. Kindly give me the strength to tolerate everything and make me free from material desires just as you are. Please give me the strength to offer due respect to everyone, 
Then I will be able to happily chant the holy name of Lord Hari, and my offenses will become nullified. When will my life become successful by attaining your mercy? I'm devoid of strength and intelligence. I'm a fallen soul, and so kindly accept me as your servant. If you try to find any qualification in me, you will find none. Your mercy is my only asset. If you do not bestow your mercy upon me, I will cry and end my life. Oh, Gurudev, when will that day come when I will sit in a solitary place and chant the holy name of Krishna with a controlled mind? Talk of this material world will not even enter my ears. My body will no longer become afflicted by any disease. I will chant the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra and tears will flow from my eyes. The hair of my body will stand on end and I will become completely overwhelmed by ecstatic love. At the time, my voice will become choked and my body will simultaneously tremble and perspire. The color of my body will turn pale as I become stunned and eventually lose consciousness. When will I be able to attain such a glorious state? I will constantly chant your holy name and carry on with my bodily activities while remaining absorbed in an ecstatic mood. In this way, I will be able to attain your mercy. O oh, Gurudev, when will you bestow your mercy upon me? I will develop firm faith that the transcendental pastimes of Garanga are eternal. I will wander about within the forest of Godrum, chanting the holy name of Hari. The five personalities, Lord Chaitanya, Nityananda, Advaita, Srivas, and Gadadhar, will flood the entire world with congregational chanting of the Lord's holy name. I will see their pastimes of dancing and ecstasy and hear the sweet sound of the murdangas. I will float in an ocean of ecstatic love as I watch these nectarian pastimes. When suddenly these jewel-like pastimes will go out of sight, I will begin to cry, saying, Oh, my Lord Garunga! At that time, people will consider me to be a madman, and so they will throw dust on me. Oh, Lord, please tell me when that day will come when I become free from the offenses against the holy name. When will I develop a taste for chanting the Lord's holy name by your mercy? Oh, Lord, when will I consider myself lower than the grass? When will I develop the quality of tolerance within my heart? When will I offer respect to everyone and not expect any respect in return? In this way, when will I relish the nectar of the mellows of your holy name? I do not want wealth, followers, fame, and beautiful women. These things award one bodily pleasure. O oh, Gaurahari, please give me causeless devotional service at your lotus feet, birth after birth. When, while chanting the holy name of Krishna, will the hair of my body stand on end? When, while chanting, will my voice become choked and my body become pale? When will I become stunned and begin to shed incessant tears of ecstatic love? When will I sincerely call out the names of Garanga and Nityananda on the banks of the Ganges at Navadweep? When will I give up all concern about the material world and run about dancing and singing their glories like a madman? 
When will Lord Nityananda mercifully induce me to give up all attachment for material enjoyment? When will he give me the shade of his lotus feet and award me the qualification to chant the holy name of Lord Hari without offenses? When will I buy or steal the mellows of the holy name? When will I become fully intoxicated by the mellows of chanting the holy name? When will I receive the association of the lotus feet of those who are expert in relishing the mellows of ecstatic love? When will I be continually absorbed in the mellows of ecstatic love? When will compassion for all living entities become manifest within my heart so that I forget my own happiness and become a humble servant? With utmost humility, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur resolves to preach the instructions of the Lord. The holy name of Krishna possesses unlimited potency. My heart is always burning because of the fire of desire for material enjoyment. It is like the desert made hot by the scorching heat of the sun. But the holy name of Krishna enters through the holes of the ears and goes straight to my heart with a shower of transcendental nectar. From the heart, the holy name comes to the tip of my tongue and continuously dances there. This chokes up my voice and makes my entire body tremble. Because of this, my legs cannot remain still. Tears of love flowed from my eyes and my body began to sweat. The hair on my body stood on end and my entire body lost its color. My mind became stunned and I lost external consciousness. In this way, my entire body became filled with ecstatic love. After creating such a disturbance, the holy name showered a current of nectar within my heart, thus placing me within an ocean of ecstatic love. Before I could understand what was happening, the holy name made me a madman and stole my heart and all my assets. Such is the behavior of he whom I took shelter of. I can't describe these occurrences any further. The holy name of Krishna is fully independent. My source of happiness is the lotus feet of those who are blessed by the holy name of Krishna. The holy name of Krishna is just like a bud of the flower of ecstatic love. It is the reservoir of wonderful transcendental mellows by its own potency, the holy name gradually manifests its forms and qualities. In this way, it attracts the hearts of the devotees to the lotus feet of Krishna. When the holy name further manifests its potency, it takes me to Vrindavan and shows me the transcendental pastimes of Sri Sri Radha Krishna. After destroying my material body, it awards me a spiritual body and takes me to the lotus feet of Krishna. The holy name of Krishna is like a spiritual gem, and it is a reservoir of transcendental mellows. It is eternally liberated, pure, and full of transcendental mellows. I wish to die while glorifying the qualities of a holy name. Only then will I feel happiness in my heart. Thus ends Sharanagati by Shula Thakur Bhaktivinoda. Jai, Sharanagati ki jai, Shila Bhaktivinoda Thakur ki jai, Shila Prabhupada ki jai. Wow, that's the first time I read that straight through. <laughs>
Yeah, thank you for this. Sorry. No, that's okay. 